Welcome to Stay in the Loop with Lucy and the Compendium of Love. Let me introduce you to Trudy, who started online dating at 40. She had experienced all the comments about having to meet someone, about feeling like it was never going to happen. Then she got speaking to her local farmer. I was 40 and um, I had been quite unwell. I'd had, um, I had chronic fatigue and um, you know, adrenal issues. So I was really quite unwell and I was not, I was focusing on looking after myself and my health. And um, I lived in a very small country town and I was a teacher there. So, uh, and I had some, and some close friends there who were always saying, to me oh we have to we have to marry you up we have to you have to meet someone you know and um and approaching 40 I was quite sort of convinced it was all over Red Rover for me I thought well no that's it I'm never going to meet anyone and how do you meet somebody in a small country town you're so um on display all the time you know and um anyway I who was actually my friend Trish her dad, who's a, a, an old farmer in the district, said, you know, you're a nice, nice looking lady. You're a nice, you're a nice looking lady. And we've got to find you a fella, but you're not going to find anyone around here. <laughs> and so um, he said, you better get on those. You better get on that, that internet. You better get on that thing, that, that, those dating things. You better, you better try, try there. And I was like, no way, not a chance, not for me. And um, so anyway, then my other friend said, yep, that's a good idea. We're going to sign you up. And she did. She came over to my house and she said, right, let's go. And we put a profile out there and oh, she took, she must have taken 50 photographs of me to try and put it on my, you know, my profile. And I didn't like any of them. And so she, she basically pushed send and loaded it. And um and it was really, um, I was kind of fed up by that time. We'd taken 50 photos and it had been quite an ordeal anyway. It was very, it was very raw and very honest. It was, I can't remember what, what, what it said, but it was sort of like, I like the country, I like dogs, don't like nightclubs. You know, it was pretty much like that. And um and anyway, yeah, so that, that's, how, that's how it started. It was a bit of peer pressure. <laughs> and so it was a bit of an experiment because I was, I was keen, but I was not going to meet anyone where I was. You know. Do you find that um, it matched your expectations? Was it a terrifying experience or what was it like getting those first messages? I was very... Um, yes, it was nerve wracking. It was putting myself out there and I had been quite unwell. So um, I had been living a very, very quiet life. And so it was a bit of excitement and the anticipation of getting messages. Um, I, I think she put, we pushed send on the, launched it off into, you know, cyberspace and then the next morning I could, I woke up, you know, half dreading looking and half excited to see what had come back. And I had a response um, almost immediately um, from a fellow um, who, who wrote, 
as his greeting, hi, H-I-G-H, and I didn't twig <laughs> what that meant until I'd actually met him. <laughs> so he was literally describing himself to you. He certainly was, yes, That's Lucy. Classic. He was, yes. And he was very keen, very pushy and very keen to meet me. So I was a little reluctant uh, to meet him. Um, anyway, I met him at a, you know, did all the right things, met him at a public place, at a cafe. But my friend who'd set up, helped me set up the profile and had sort of peer pressured me into it, she said, I'm going to come too. I'm going to. And I said, you can't come. And I, and you know, I go, you can't come. And she said, no, no, I'm coming too. So we met at like a the local um, next town over at the at a cafe and um, and what she did is she went to a boutique opposite and was pretending to look through the clothes but really she was looking at me which gave me the giggles and but anyway um, Mr High as I called him since he um, didn't take his sunglasses off and he was very it was quite challenging talking to him and uh he said what would you like to drink and I said oh I'll have a peppermint tea and he said don't you drink coffee and I said no no I don't drink caffeine and he was like what's wrong with you and it was just a miss it was just a mishmash like it was very awkward anyway he didn't take his glasses off we had this very awkward conversation with my friend sort of in the frame and it was very awkward anyway I was doing my best to hold it together and then after about 20 minutes of this excruciating conversation with this fellow um it just occurred to me that he was high and that's what h-i-g-h meant and I said to him are you stoned like are you and he just got up and left he just got up and walked away <laughs> and left me sitting there and so that confirmed everything that I thought about you know that type of dating and meeting people and I just I was gobsmacked I was like well that's why I didn't do it and that's why I've never done it and that's why I'm not doing it anymore <laughs> for ages I just let it go I just didn't even look at it I didn't respond to any messages from anybody I just let it sit idle for a couple of months and then I sat down one day to take it off like just to delete it all and I thought, well, oh, I'll have a look. <laughs> and I, I did. And then that's when I saw the photo of the man who became my husband. <laughs> so, yep. Wow, your second person. Yeah. Yeah. After Mr. High. Mr. Uh, yeah. High was clearly the forerunner to make sure that you um, yeah. were a bit more discerning. Absolutely. And I was so much more discerning. And the thing was when I responded to Mr. High, I was just, everything inside me was like, no, 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 no. But I pushed through that thinking, no, no, put yourself out there, you know. But my body and everything inside me was going, no. When I saw his photo, just a settlement, I guess. Mm -hmm. I looked, you know, looked at other pictures of other fellows and I'd get like a giddy feeling or a you know, one guy got this real sort of sexual sort of zing, you know, and I thought, oh, no, probably not him. Keep moving, you know. <laughs> so but there was something about the tilt of the head, the smile. There was something so lovely 
about the photo of, you know, the man I ended up marrying for the event. Um, and I just, I sent him a message and, and he responded. And I didn't even have a photo because I'd rejected the, you know, 50,000 photos my friend had taken. I didn't even have a photo up there. So from the initial message, it was about three weeks and we had um, messages back and forth, but nothing, just sort of getting, you know, in hindsight, it was sort of just getting to know you, you know, you know, I have two sisters. Oh, I have four sisters, you know, like that sort yeah. of thing. Um, and I was very honest. I thought, no, look, you know, if he's a mad footy fan or blah, 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 like I'm not going to pretend to like footy, you know, or anything. Um, he was really, he was and still is really into motorcycles. He restores re really old classic motorcycles. And and so my father, my father um, was a motorcyclist in his in his younger years he was professional um motorcyclist and so when he said oh you know I really like motorcycles my heart just dropped I went oh no and um anyway when we met we just met at the cafe in the town that I lived in in the local cafe on a Sunday and my younger sister was saying meet for coffee and then my, my sister had me all G'd up, you know, and she said, meet for coffee. And then if it rolls into lunch and he asked you for lunch and he asked you, then you'll know it's going well. And so we did. We met for coffee. And when I met him, um, initially he didn't, he was older than his photo. That was probably about 10 years prior. Yep. And he said, and I said, oh, you're a bit older than your photo. And he said, oh, you know, that, that was kind of the nicest photo I had and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, look, it was just very easy right from the start. It was just very comfortable and easy. Um, you know, I had butterflies and I was a bit nervous and he was very much as he was and I was very much as I was. And, uh, and it did. He... We, we talked easily and then it was coming up lunchtime and he said, oh, would you like to grab some lunch? Um, which made me giggle because I was remembering <laughs> what my sister had said. So we, we ended up um, driving to another restaurant. Where we were was just a cafe. So we went to an, he followed me and I drove my car and he drove his motorbike and we went to a place that had a nursery and then after lunch we, we went walking through the nursery and talked about plants and it was just, you know, there were some awkward moments but by and large it was really, it just was so easy. How did you know that you both wanted to just be with each other? Uh, it was just, it was just apparent. It was, it was very apparent. I think it had a lot to do with our age and our stage in life. I had turned just turned 40 and uh, the day that we went on our first date and met in person, the next day he turned 46. So he had been in a long-term 10-year relationship that was very on and off, up and down prior to that. And um, it just was apparent. There was no games. There was no guessing. Um, he was a grown-up. And thankfully, he remains a grown up. Um, he just was a grown up, and I, and I was 
and I was ready. I was ready for it. I didn't um, shy away. I didn't push him away or anything like I had done previously. Um, I don't think there was any magic formula. I just think that it was the time and we were ready. And and it was a it, it was a good match. We were compatible. We were we came from a similar um, background, a similar um, area. We came from both from the you know country and um, a lot of shared values and a lot of shared. It was just easy. And I know that people that I have in my life, people that I know that do the um, that that do look for partners on the dating apps. You know, they have a devil of a time with juggling guys, you know, like um, and being bombarded with different guys and dating different, like having three or four guys on the go, you know, and, and I just avoided all that. It was just it was just the right time for us. It wasn't fireworks. Like when I drove home after our first date, and I think I met him around 10 in the morning and I drove home at 3 in the afternoon. Like, And I was driving home down this mountain road and all I was thinking was he's a really lovely guy. He, he is a such a, he's a lovely man and I really hope he feels the same way about me. I hope I see him again. Like I hope we have a second meeting. But there was a deep, there was an abiding settlement in me and I, before my mum passed away, um, and I was only young, you know, and I was at that sort of time of my life where I was um, meeting the wrong guys and having my heart broken and, you know, sort of that very fairy tale kind of, oh, I want to be married and have kids, you know. It was, I was only young. And, um, and I asked my mum, how, how will I know? Like, how will I know? Who will I meet? How will I know? You know, knowing full well she wasn't going to be there for it sort of thing, you know. And um, and my mum said to me, you just know. You just, you just know. You do. You just know. And, you know, sort of 20-something years later, I was like, oh, my goodness, she was right. I just, just know. <laughs> yeah. It has remained you know, marriages and relationships and two small children and we had our children pretty quickly, you know, so we were still very much getting to know each other. There really wasn't a honeymoon period or anything like that. It was here who's changing the nappy. Um, but it's remained, you know, just that settlement and that loveliness and that, you know, has remained. So clearly keeping it simple works. I like dogs. I don't like nightclubs. Trudy went from meeting Mr. High to Mr. Right with the wonderful support and a little bit of coaching from family and friends. Top tip, make sure your photo matches what you look like now. 